Horn. 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 Welcome to Unicorns Unite presents Hold My Dice, the D&D adventuring podcast. I'm your DM, my name's Austin, and around the table today we have... We got James playing Jim Lee, the dwarf. We got Derek playing Mr. Cuddles. I seem like I hang out with short people or something, the fuck? And Mike performing the role of Sherlock Gnomes. you note that the building stands out aesthetically from the rest of the town. Compared to the majority of shops and homes, the guild seems to have a look of a building that wasn't supposed to last. It has been touched up and patched to continue serving. Big, broad, double doors stand in the front, and possibly big antlers sit above the door. We enter. Sure, you push Sorry. the door open. I push the door open. Oh my god. Didn't you Racism just say? again. <laughs> I could push a door open too, you dick. Getting into a fight outside the uh, Explorer's Guild, you guys wander in. <laughs> Wandering in, uh, you observe a broad interior lined with wooden pillars. Directly in front of you, you see a long table stretching almost half the hall with benches on either side. Looking past the table, you see a large brazier that is lit and lowered slightly into the floor. At the end, a wall decorated with numerous animal head trophies and colorful banners stands with two doors to either side. Also in the room, you notice a female dwarf sitting at the table, surrounded by papers. That's Hinta. That's Hinta Charlemagne. The dwarf looks up as you guys enter. Can I help ya? I'm going to turn to our dwarf friend and go, nudge, nudge. Greetings, fair maiden. My shaft is as strong as your writing ability. How are you today? That's definitely one of the more colorful greetings I've had of someone coming in here. Can't say that I necessarily recognize you. Trust me, I haven't come yet, but that's another story. Yeah, we're looking for... Jinta? Hinta? Yinta? Well, yeah, that'd be me. I'm Hinta. Take a Hinta. <laughs> it's not like I haven't heard that one before. Very clever. Uh, why are you looking for me? Great question. Uh, Trang sent us and said that we would be able to assist you with a quest or two. Ah, you've come to join the Explorer's Guild. And Trang sent you. <laughs> That's old Trang. Did he say I was a man again? I bet he said I was a man. Uh, he's rather old-fashioned. Uh, he never actually met me, but he sent a number of people towards me. That's awkward. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, you know, some of those rough-and-tumble types won't take you up on a job if they know you're a woman. So I uh, suppose he might be. He might know, and he's just not telling you. Uh, you've come to join the Explorers Guild. Well, I, I suppose we do have openings. We have lost a party rather recently, so it's uh, you know, a good time to have shown up. I, I, do you know what you're getting yourself into? I think I can take a hint. Uh. I do understand what I'm getting myself and my friends into. We just love to hear if there is a way we could make some money and potentially help you at the same time. We would also be looking to get some gear before we start. I'll of course, we're not sending you out into the wilds without gear. We would... Uh, have to make sure you're capable enough. The The wilds around here aren't necessarily favorable to those of an inappropriate disposition. Not the first times I've locked horns with something inappropriate. You know, I, I am flattered that you're interested, but I'm playing for a different team than what you're currently looking for. Right. So, 
the rest of the groups are out at the moment doing miscellaneous deeds. If you guys were perhaps able to return tomorrow, uh, we could set you up with the equipment mm. and uh, make sure that you're able to wield it all in one. Are we hunting monsters? That's an excellent question, and I'm glad at least you might be open to it. Uh, what we do is uh, get the lay of the land in the area around. Uh, you see she pushes sheets aside on the table in front of her, and what you initially thought was just a worn and rough and tumble table like the building is actually a carved map. You huh. see uh, tree lines, mountains defined, houses kind of carved roughly Shia. in, uh, little caves with X's crossed over them, and it stretches for a large portion of this uh, considerable table. In the <coughs> middle of which you notice a, a collection uh, of small buildings, and uh, scraped under it is PH for Port Hawk. What we do is explore the wilds and bring back information so that we know what's around us. It has been a while since we've gone through and done raids, but if necessary, uh, the teams may band together and take out dungeons if we find them, temples that are around there. But mostly it's to, uh, to explore the wilds and interact with the native populations in through the jungles. Ooh, what native populations are in the jungles? Um, there's a large number of lizard folk um, that, that populate. There are ramp rampant barbarian tribes through there. We've also found uh, that there's a um, a couple other reptilian-based races, but they're a little more shy, and we haven't necessarily had too much interaction with them. Uh, some frog-looking kind, I think. Uh, I suppose uh, you guys, uh, if you came from Trang, and I, I don't recognize you, that this is uh, your first day here in Port Hot. And first time seeing a woman. Uh I have I have to say I've never met a man so uh, determined. Um, Delusional. Uh, just, just in case you didn't catch it the first time, I'm into women. I don't go for dicks. Just having a laugh there, lass. Again, I admire your tenacity. That's something that will help with uh, exploring the wilderness, I suppose. What time tomorrow? Everyone should be back tonight, so if you show up uh, bright and early, that'll work. I'll be staying over, so perfect. <laughs> there's the crossing house if you so wish to stay uh, I don't know if anyone's told you about that it's subsidized by the uh, the government here so it won't cost you anything to stay at it's not much but it's good for the first little bit while you're there sheltered cove the sheltered cove is a good option too uh, lots of business around there will cost you to stay at the inn but uh, you'll uh, be able to get more private rooms if you so wish sorry we're gonna Leave the guild hall and then discuss this well outside. I'll see you boys tomorrow. <laughs> uh, thanks for stopping by. Mr. Cuddles doesn't like airing our dirty laundry in front of other people. Well, it's we don't know any of these people. Did you say goodbye to her? No. So outside. Sure. Shel sheltered Cove. We should do the we should do the free thing. Come back, get our equipment, and go talk to the sheltered cove or whatever. No, no, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Let's not stay there. But we could sorry. Yeah, we could, but there <coughs> something's fishy about it. Do we want to go to Sheltered Cove or we want to go to That's that's what I'm thinking. You want to go pay for rooms? Subsidized though, man. We no, I know, but but there could be some good people to talk to. Subsidized. No, I think they're up to something. They're gonna want something out of. Is us. that because everybody's pressing us to go to subsidized? Yeah. Mm. Let's go Shelter Cove then. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you guys remember that Shelter Cove was right in the middle of the town center, so you can head back that way and you wander into a boisterous town. At at this point, you're looking at 
three, four o'clock. It's almost getting to dinner now. And the crowd has picked up in response. As you walk in, I feel like your eyes immediately lock on. There's a table in the corner, people crowded around it. They're, they're, you hear the sound of dice. Uh, well, let's go one over and at least talk to people. I might not gamble, but wait, are we in the inn now? You are in the common room. It's, it's the an inn? inn and pub, so it's kind of a oh. restaurant style but downstairs. Before, before we go to the crowd that we know of, <coughs> hey, bartender, how many beds do you have in a room? Ah, uh, yes. Well, the beds. Uh, we have uh, typically just one bed per room. Uh, it's a large one if you get one of the uh, more spacious rooms. Uh, there I'm is little. a chair. Um, I suppose we could bring up extra blankets if you need to, to split. What's the cost per night per room? Uh, the cost per night per room is a handful of silver a night. You yeah. sounded like you made that up. I feel like it's only five copper <laughs> a night. So let's just go with that. Persuasion. Sure. What? What? How are you persuading uh, the bartendress? Well, she sounded like she made that up, and I'm not buying it. D20. Yes, and then you're gonna add your persuasion on your sheet to it. Persuasion is plus two, so twelve plus two, fourteen. I tell you what, oh, we we have a room tonight that uh, it hasn't been booked up yet, and if uh, you don't mind taking the smallest one here between the the three of you, we can fit you in there for let's call it eight copper. Eight copper? We could do eight copper. We could do eight copper. Done. All right. Perfect. Hey, is Nubs in? Uh, he is. He's in the back cooking dinner at the moment. Uh, should I tell him that you're here? Yeah. Could you tell him that Francis Nunnery is here? I I, I can, of course. S- she, send she send my chops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. okay cool. So she wanders off into the back, and you guys. Oh, should we go to the room or? Okay. Let's drop our bags in the room. What's in our bags? Uh, you guys can decide that. Now, I would say that... It's like personal you effects? You kind of just have personal effects. So I'm going to say you've got a couple sets of clothes in there, uh, kind of flavor items. Um, you can also have a uh, family heirloom. And you know what? We're going to kind of make these... Um, they're not magic bags, but role-playing-wise, they are magic bags. Uh, you're going to be able to say, I think I would have this, and you'll be able to pull it out of that bag. That's how we're going to play On fast and loose with okay. what you have packed, right? Well, then let's just go to the gambling table if it's just personal items. Okay, M- Mr. Cuddles head heads over alone to the gambling table. Yeah, I'll just wait at the bar. Oh wait, I could be your second. You think so long? Yeah, I'm trying to distract you. Gotta come with All me. right, fuck you. <laughs> hey, who knows who the kind of people are over there? I will go with him, but I will stand apart from him. Sure, sure. Yeah, you guys approach from opposite angles, and nobody knows. Waiting for fucking nubs. Although it's dinner rush, I don't know when he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody at the gambling table just ordered food. <laughs> He's crashing. <laughs> He's cr- Yo, Nubs, you crashing, bro? In the weeds. <laughs> you wander over to the table, and as you're headed up, a dwarf with dirt stains up to the elbow kicks the table and wanders off grumbling. And you can see uh, a gentleman with a rather fancy hat sitting on the other side of the table laughs as he heads out. Well, I'm just going to sit back and see if anybody else is going to take the table. There's, there's a number of them around the table. You see, in fact, at this point, there are three sets of dice that get thrown down on the table. And uh, the first round of betting happens, and one of them doesn't bet, and the other two stay on there. Uh, they, they roll again, and uh, a bit more coinage gets put down. And then, and then they roll the third time, and Fancy Hat looks across the table at the gentleman that's playing against him, who has put a rather large wager down here at the end. It's a s- bigger stack than the rest of it, but it is a still only around 10 copper. And he looks under his cup at his dice. He's showing a, a six and a four on the table. And he looks down at his dice, and uh, he shakes it off, shakes his dice out, and tells him to take it. 
and the guy scoops all the coinage towards himself and goes, <laughs> I didn't have anything. I'm going to approach the hatted man. Yeah, he's sitting down. The guy who just bluffed him out, allegedly, actually left the table with his winnings. So there's just the man with the fancy hat and the other gentleman who pulled out early in the round outside. Tough loss there. <laughs> it's bound to happen every now and again. <laughs> no big deal. I'll win it back eventually. Are you familiar with the game that we're playing here? Of course. I played it on the ship on the way over. Oh, I see. A new addition to the Portot family. Excellent. I, I assume you're familiar with the rules. Would you care to cast the dice with me once or twice? I only play with people who I know their names. Ah, <laughs> yes, of course. You're new here, so you won't know who I am. I am Temo Suthane, and I am uh, quite well known around these parts. Well, Temo Suthane, it looks like you have a game. <laughs> Excellent. The <laughs> other gentleman at the table kind of looks warily at you and wanders off. Do you have to pay to play here? You see he has two copper sitting in front of him. I put two copper on the table. Perfect. And he uh, picks up his dice in his cup and shakes. I don't remember what you used last time. Like it was the towel or your hand. I think it was your hand. You got jacked I'm going to re-roll shit. all of them. I think you should pick up your dice and find another table, friend. Uh, I've got a winner here. And he puts down four more copper. Put down four copper. Talk a big game for somebody who just lost a lot of copper. Hey, it's one loss over a lifetime. Seems like you're a little bit hungry for some more winnings. Oh, I always appreciate winning. The thing about that gentleman is he'll ah, be back that's with enough. that. enough. We'll roll. His smile broadens as you pick up all four dice, and you see he only picks up two. I think I'll leave the betting to you this time. I think we could have some free rolls here. I, I will check across to you. Hold on. Am I able to see the other guy's dice without him knowing? Because obviously, I'm assuming he'd be sitting facing Derek. Give me a stealth roll. So, four, so 13, I have 4, so that's 17. Sure. You know what? You managed to, uh, just uh, with the crowd growing and people around, and, and Derek has caught this guy's attention. You get the sense he's got a little pissed at you because you interrupted him while he was monologuing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he's, his, his attention is completely facing forward, and he doesn't notice you behind him. And as he goes to put the 6 down and he looks under his cup, roll me a d4. You know that there's a six and a four on the table, because he saw that after he picked it up. Two. Okay. You only see one out of the two dice left, and you see a five there. Oh, so what I want you to up your bet with that. So I just, I'll just signal you a five. You do with it what you want. I'm going to put six copper on the table. I would like you to roll a just straight charisma check. Fourteen plus negative one. Uh, he looks across at you and he goes, you know what? I believe you. And he puts six <laughs> coins down on the table. And he picks up one dice. And sure enough, you see that five sitting there on the table. Oh, I don't like that face that Austin just got there. Did me wrong. So he, he leaves a single dice underneath the cup. Well, my fortunes didn't improve. But I can say I have something pretty good. Perhaps uh, you'd like to pay to see it? How about three more copper? Methinks mine might be better than yours. I'll just match the bet. Okay. He lifts up his cup, and he shows a six, a four, a five, and a four. Ugh! We needed a one, boys. Sleight of hand! Sleight of hand! 
I bump the table as I stand up. You think fancy hat's gonna take us down? Yeah, fancy hat's got a fancy knife in his hat. I'm just, I'm clumsy. It's a clumsy mistake. We'll be the charisma afterwards. <laughs> isn't your charisma shit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. You're right. This yeah. is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> no, I but you like I should you know, commit. <laughs> commit. I'm walking back to Jimmy though. Um, yeah. You bump the table standing up, and you see a couple people look over and kind of give you a look. Uh, as I'm bumping the table, I'm going to say, Tamos, if you want real conversation, meet us over at the bar. I'll buy you a drink. Well, I think after all the copper you just gave me, I might be buying you one. <laughs> and he, he just, without, without seeing your dice, because you stood up and bumped the table, he sweeps all the copper over to his side. Mr. Cuddles wanders over after losing it all on one hand. How much did you lose? Fifteen. I didn't lose it all. I got way more gold. Uh, all right, Jim Lee, um, Sherlock, what are you? What are you doing over over on the other side of the bar? Uh, you were saying someone left the table earlier. Yep. Uh, is he still at the bar? Two gentlemen left the table earlier. One left after bluffing Tamos out of his coin, and he went over to drink, just like to uh, venture on over and ask if he is Mister Slipstream. Roll me a d twenty. Did you check with someone down at the immigration office? I'm sure they know everyone here. I, I can't say that's not me. Oh, yeah. Why don't we check there? Because he's an underground network guy. He's not going to be somebody that they're going to know. The dock master said the records of everybody. I think we'll have a drink and then... Yeah, hang around. Hang around for yeah, a bit. Yeah. As you're yeah. hanging around, people are filtering in, filtering out. Some sit down and there's a meal brought out. Looking around the place, you're noticing several things hanging on the wall. Uh, the significant ones that catch your eye is a ginormous bear trap hanging off of one side of the wall, uh, open and just hanging off of a nail. It looks rusted and very old. Uh, you do notice several flags. This is like a, this is like a sports bar. They got, they got flags hanging over the bar and, and along some of the walls. Um, there is a, a spear held bolted to the wall on several uh, at several places, but it looks like it's been, you can see like, the, some of the bolts are pulled out and then re-zinged re in because they've been ripped off before. Dwarves get really excited when they get drunk, man. As you're sitting there, a large portly man comes wandering out of the back, and the uh, bartendress who has served you first points over at... Francis Nunnery. Francis. points over at Francis Nunnery, and a confused look comes across who you assume is Nubs. Nubs kind of frowns but, but wanders over. <coughs> you were looking for me. Are you Nubs? I'm nubs, yep. And you can actually see he scratches one arm, and he's missing the last knuckle on all of his fingers. Nubs. That makes, that makes sense. Nubs, Francis McGillicuddy, import-export expert. You need some salted meat. I know you're a cook. I can get you some. Chops sent me your way. Hi, I know Chops. He's a good man, am You're new to the town, I suppose. I though. am. Uh, we are, actually. Sorry. Sorry, guys. We are. Welcome to Port Hart, uh, the world's asshole. <laughs> um, I'm learning a lot about this place. Have you guys <laughs> managed to find a place to stay for the night? We're staying here for the night. Oh, good. Good. I, I guess that means you came across with some money then. Well, we got a good deal. Even better. <laughs> if you know your way around people, that helps in this place. Is there anything I can help you boys find in and around? Do you know about the fancy hat sitting over there gang there? Ah, uh, yes. I wouldn't want to introduce yourself to him. I think he's a bit of a shark, if you know what I'm saying. What does he do around town? He gambles. Ask him about Grouch. Well, but Nubs, you seem like a man about town. 
I spend most of my time in the kitchen. I've just been here a while. What do you know of a Groucho slipstream? Um, roll me a d20. <laughs> you're not going to add anything to this. You're just rolling a d20. A six. I don't recognize that name. Perhaps the captain of the guard might know where you can find him. Ooh, this is uh, that what time of day is it? We got to sleep at some point. Well, it's the evening. It's getting to be about dinner. Is there anything else we need to know from Nubs? I don't think so. I d- unless he's got some sort of work adventure for us. For us. Yeah. I don't have a lot of adventure. If you're thinking about getting into that line of business, you could go to the Explorers Guild. Yeah, talk to Hinta. Hinta! Hinta, you know Hinta? Everybody loves Hinta. Oh, everybody knows Hinta. Her and the Explorers are the ones that help us uh, stay out of danger. Is there a mayor here? Uh, There's Governor Georgito. He's got a lot of names, but I don't remember all of them. I think he's the third or fourth Georgito. Breaker of Chains? Yeah, you know what? I think he might be. Mother <laughs> of Dragons. Uh, he's a man. Mother of Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be rude. Uh, you know what? You're right. i got to check my privilege. Well, Nubs, the veal was particularly <laughs> good. <laughs> oh, I don't remember cooking any veal. Well, you did. Oh. <laughs> Thank you very much. I always appreciate when somebody appreciates me. If you hear of anything, let us know. I might have you guys help me out on a shift in the kitchen one of these times if you're open to it. Yeah, Jimmy is great behind there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, Captain of the Guard, Groucho. Groucho. That sounds like they need me in the kitchen. I'm going to head off that way now. I'm going to walk up to the room. Yeah, sure. let's let's yeah. go to bed and yeah. just fall asleep for the night. I'm assuming it's getting dark and the captain's not going to be open. Yeah. You guys spend a little bit longer in the common room. Uh, you hear people chatting and uh, pick up stories here and there. You know, you, you realize that there's probably something to the uh, items up on the wall. You can hear some people pointing at it. Somebody goes up and tries to grab the spear and is hauled off by three or four other people. Uh, you do notice a couple of what looks like sports flags. Was the uh, flag of the Moria Miners? Uh, you do notice a couple of banners that look like they do belong to sports teams. One of them does have a hammer on it. It is not necessarily the Moria Miners, but it is of that ilk. You also do notice a couple of uh, coalition flags up. You would recognize those. And more specifically, uh, a couple of smaller flags of the countries that make up the coalition. Did we did we talk to the bartender about work? You you hadn't talked to her about it yet. Okay, right? you were just looking perfect because I think we should go talk to her and see if there's any work just because of what's on the wall. Just kind of thinking. Oh, why don't we ask the story about the spear on the wall? Yeah, yeah, sure. You guys finish up a beer and have signaled for a couple more. She wanders over with them in hand, and while she's there, uh, you can you can ask her about the spear. The spear on the wall. Uh, that's that's the uh, weapon that was first held by Captain Hashings when he first landed here. You can tell because the end there is where he stuck it in the ground as kind of a flag and uh, established this colony. Who the fuck is Captain Hashings? First came across and decided that this was where we'd stay. Cool. Well, I'm going to go slam this beer. Is it a sour? It's not yeah. a sour. No, the beer that you have here is uh, is very, it's a basic beer. It's equivalent it's to it's like Budweiser? Yeah. It's a Bloodweiser. Before I leave, mm-hmm. I just ask her if she knows of any work or... Oh, right. 
Well, there's always something to do around the town. Uh, if you've checked with the Explorers Guild already, uh, then Fucking you Explorers might. Guild. Um, if you've if you've already checked with the Explorers Guild, I'm sure there's something you'll be able to find. The uh, weekly Gunnitzbold League always needs uh, refs and medics. If you have any um, particular skills in <laughs> healing or persuasion, I have healing. Thank skills. you for your time. Sure enough. So you guys wander up into your room upstairs. It does have a single bed that is not perhaps as large as she promised. It will fit two of you uncomfortably. Uh, there is space on the ground and a chair in one corner, uh, but not a lot else. Uh, there is a lock on the door, which is nice, and a small window, but it's way up. You're at one end in a little place where they're like, well, if we add a wall and a door, that's another room. You guys settle in for the night. The two small folk are able to share the bed with uh, Sherlock sleeping lengthwise across the bottom and Jimly sleeping normally, but his feet don't reach far enough to kick Sherlock. <laughs> Cuddles is able to curl up pretty much wherever into his little uh, kitty biscuit. <laughs> and the night passes uneventfully. Uh, you wake up the next day. Well, where, where are you headed? Right and early, Explorers Guild. Yep, I think so. Sure enough, you guys wander down. There's a couple of guys still passed out on a table. The bartenders is behind the bar again, uh, cleaning glasses. Gives you a bit of a wave. How did you sleep? On my back. (laughs) (laughs) How else did you sleep? Well, I'm glad you were able to sleep with a roof above your head. Um, I can't say that I can offer you the same price. We're pretty full booked up for the next couple nights. Hopefully you can find somewhere else to sleep. Jeez. Okay, where are we? Explorer's Guild. Walk, 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 walk. Perfect. Walk, yeah, walk. as you're walking through the town center, it's less crowded and the stalls have all been pulled away. So you're able to notice on one side there is a board with papers pinned up on it as you wander through. And I will roll a perception. I just wanted to let everybody know that that's what <laughs> I should be doing. Quick flex. On the board, you see a paper that has a uh, man in armor with a shield in front of him and a sword raised above his head. It says, Guards accepting applications. Only serious inquirers need apply. Next to that, you see what looks like a tournament bracket. There is four names across one way, four names across the other way, and there are X's where those names line up. And there is a score written on two of the boxes. Is there any dates on that tournament board? You did see some dates. It looks like the next one was the, the Saturday of this world. It is currently the Thursday of this world. And below that, you also see a wanted poster. There is a picture of a very plain-looking gentleman with an abnormally abnormally large nose. The picture has Chowson, big nose pincher. Uh, big nose is in quotations. Uh, underneath it says wanted, alive in brackets, for horse theft. Reward, one silver piece for information, 15 gold pieces for capture. Well, I'm w- going to roll that poster up and put it in my bag. Perfect. Is 15 gold for a horse thief out of control? 15 gold is a decent amount of money. That's enough to keep somebody afloat without having to do much for at least a couple months. But business and Bounties tend to be pretty high just because that business demands it is yep. kind of dangerous line. Just wanted to make sure that yeah. it's in line because... He, he, might, he might be a repeat offender, Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. because yeah. for a horse thief on a first offense, it does seem maybe a touch high. Other than that, you see like a little uh, singles looking to mingle. I'm going to roll that one up <laughs> and put it in the dwarves bag. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. That's all you really see on the board. There's You can see that there's been older ones that have been left up and just torn off. There's nails kind of in there. But you guys head back across, trudging a familiar path towards the Explorers Guild once again. 
we open the doors, I guess, and because it's free, p- free come, free go. Yeah, Hinta is up and uh, pretty much in the same spot. The papers are a little more cleaned up, and there is uh, a body passed out on uh, on one side of the longhouse. Somebody had a wild freaking night. Uh, you could say that they tend to drink a little bit when they've come back from out on the uh, out in the wilds. Hinta, you look like you've barely moved. What did you get up to last night? Uh, somebody has to keep this place running, and uh, unfortunately, what I have to deal with won't do it. So I'm uh, making sure that uh, our prices are paid and that everybody's bounty comes in. I'm here to sign up. I'm glad you guys returned. I'd worried that I might have scared you off, but uh, bright and early, you must be very eager to get get out. I'd be interested to see what you have going on. It's it's really quite simple. We can't hand out equipment to just anyone, so we want to make sure that you can that you can handle it. Ooh, tests. tests. Physical test. I'm excited. Aptitude test. Uh, it's it's quite simple. You have to just beat one of the team captains. Oh, shit. The guy laying on the floor over there? You could pick Honesty. Yes. She is one of the one <laughs> of the captains of the group. Uh, it's tough to tell when they're lying in a lump on the ground. That's fine. The team captains that we have here are Honesty, Rolo, and Sumaru. Uh, Sumaru is still sleeping, and I believe Rolo is uh, stretching for the morning. He's I guess honesty. A little intense. You want honesty? She's hungover. Rolo's not good. Yes. He's, he's way too serious. I he's doing uh, calisthenics. Any, any of the three can be made available. Uh, we may need to wait a little bit for honesty to wake up. We're going with Rolo. What's life without challenge? Sure. That was poetic. Of course. Uh, well, I, I don't want you to fight him barehanded, so we will, uh, of course, let you guys uh, weapon up. Are we fighting to the death, or is this training fighting? No, there wouldn't be much good in fighting to the death. We will, of course, just be doing a, a training bout. We'll pull our pull our punches so that you guys don't get hurt. Dick. Um, and as she's explaining this to you, you see <laughs> from the door on the left at the back of the hall, a dwarf comes walking out. And he has slicked back hair that looks kind of damp. He's only wearing leather pants on the bottom. He's barefoot. Ooh, we picked the right piece of meat. And he has a um, uh, an amulet hanging around his his neck uh, that bounces off of his bare chest as he's walking out. He walks over and gives you guys a look and continues down the hall all the way uh, and heads out the front door. As he's going, uh, Hinta kind of looks back at you and says, There you go. Your first look at Rolo if you choose to fight him. Is that, that all? Let's all equip you for battle. And I think that's where we'll end it. This has been another episode of Hold My Dice, a D&D adventure podcast put on by Unicorns Unite. I'm your DM. My name's Austin. I'm Mike, and I've been the not-so-slickest gnome around, Sherlock Gnomes, a.k.a. Francis Nunnery, a.k.a. DeGenio Frickenstein. And I'm Derek. I've been playing the furry pillow. Everybody cuddles. The cuddles. And I'm James. Right, Jim. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like more information about our shows, you can follow us on Instagram at uunicornsunite. That's the letter U, Unicorns Unite. We have information about this show, Hold My Dice, and our other shows, So You Think You Know. And if you need to get a hold of us, please DM us there. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.